You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Let's see. We got some trailers to talk about. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. Uh, although I haven't seen nothing for you. You need but... to see the new Bumblebee one. Oh, oh I did see it. I just didn't see it with the audio, with the audio on, which I pretty much I feel like I got everything I needed to to garner from that trailer. Probably you I got can... everything you needed to Jennifer Garner from <laughs> from that trailer. Uh, I also have not watched it with the volume on. Okay. But what's got me excited? You know, last time I I saw anything about that trailer, I was like, "Fuck you! I don't want to see it. Who cares?" Right. Then, like, they showed, like, G1 Transformers, like, yes. Soundwave. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't even realize it until you pointed it out. They're going back to the old designs. I'm a little... Soundwave and... A little interested in Optimus. that. Optimus, yeah. There was one of the things that really disappointed me, like, especially the design of, like, Megatron in the first live-action Transformers There's movie. just too much going on. And I was like, well, but, but I mean, they didn't even resemble, except for no. Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. And even then, they had to give him, like, lips. Yeah. Like, he's talking. Like, no. Optimus Prime had has that the, little shield. He yeah. had that Cobra Commander he thing He never in front had of his a mouth. mouth. And then all yeah. of a sudden, here's these little... Uh, and, I mean, the, for someone who loved the Transformers and gives, like, Hanna-Barbera shit about cheats on animation... Yeah. You certainly love the Transformers and that animation <laughs> cheat with Optimus Prime. That's fine. If we just cover his mouth, we don't really need to... <laughs> just make it move up and down when he talks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you're okay with that, huh? That's the equivalent of a mustache, basically. Transformer yeah. mustache. Yeah. Trans mustache. Shaved my mustache off. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. I, that's what's different about you. Didn't even notice that. You so don't have the handle. What well, kind of a lover I know are you is that, that you that... don't notice <laughs> that I've shaved the mustache? Yeah. It doesn't hurt when we kiss anymore. I shaved... I shaved. Oh, it does. <laughs> Because we, we kiss with our dicks. Smash papas. Yeah. We smash pissers. Although I do like ha- Haley Stanfield. Steinfeld? Steinfeld. Steinfeld. What's this thing about Jeff Bridges? <laughs> Is the grit true? How can it be false grit? See, now I'm trying to Cosby of show. Scat. Oh, dude, speaking of oh, Cosby. Oh, poor Cosby. No, I mean, ding dong, ding dong. Did you see the uh, the mugshot? Of Bill Cosby? He's, he can't even look into the camera. It's so sad to watch your heroes. Like, he used to be a hero Die of mine. the hero. That I would Live sight. long enough to see yourself become the That's villain. That's exactly what happened, huh? Yeah, dude. Well, you drop enough roofies. <laughs> Roofie! Rufio! <laughs> Oh, it's hard to laugh. It, it, it when that actually it's pretty easy uh, well, because if he did this shit. He deserves what he's got. Man. I know, but it's just like why, why, Bill? Why? Here's the thing that pisses me off, though. It's like, all right, everybody's behind. Like we've we've now condemned Bill Cosby, yet we still have this, you know, potential <laughs> Justice Kavanaugh. Well, that's different. Like, Joe. Guys, it was 35 years ago. I that's mean, come right. on, we can yeah. Come, come on, statue guys. limitations. He's white. Blah blah blah. <laughs> So it's just a pain in the ass. He's white. So are people like, making that? Uh, uh, I'm making that, right. that statement. Yeah. It's been 35 years. And how long was it with the Cosby stuff? Mm. It was a long ass time Probably ago. Probably about the same time. Yeah. yeah. So what the fuck, man? Let's do our due diligence here. Stop victim shaming, for God's sake. <laughs> wow. And some political talk I, here just, on the it, editing Dude, day. it pisses me off. It the victim shaming, shaming pisses me off. I get it. No, I uh, so instead of being like a bunch of assholes, let's investigate and find the legitimacy behind the claim and then work from there. No, they're not in it for the justice, though. And they're in it they're for, the nookie. for the the Supreme they're doing Court it for the justice. Nookie. Is the, the kind what? Of justice. The nookie. The what? <laughs> Joe, you can take that cookie <laughs> and stick it in your yeah. <laughs> limp Did bur- they do that? Limp Burton. <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Yeah, it's your nickname now. <laughs> <laughs> Be quiet, Jenna. Quiet. Jenna, don't she even. Don't, don't have to say anything. She's just nodding her head and look. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Uh, yeah, man. So, politics. So, Bumblebee, like <laughs> Bumblebee. that trailer on, uh, on, My friend. on mute. Listen, this is what it has going for it. The best thing it has going for it, no Michael Bay. Yeah. Michael Bay is a producer, but uh, they've got... You know who the director is? Uh, no. The guy who uh, owns or is the president <laughs> of uh, Leica. You know, the, the guys who do the Oh, that did the box trolls and stuff. And Coraline. Dude, and... box trolls was such a good movie. I've, I still haven't seen Coraline. Coraline's fantastic. Yeah. Coraline might be my favorite of the Neil of Gaiman, man. But I awful that dude can write a fucking script. Sure, he can. Uh, but that guy is the director of this Bumblebee. Oh, his well, first then, directing debut. Then we've got ourselves some potential here. Yeah, that's great. So uh, I, I have 
It, between the designs and between... Be, uh, it'd be a shame. Eight movies in, we finally get it right. Yeah. No, listen, <laughs> no really, this time. Guys, this time. For real. Because uh, usually, they, you know, good movies hit it off. Like the first Matrix or, you know, the original Star, the original three Star Wars movies. There you go. Like you got it done. You did it. You did it well. You did it really well. And then it kind of goes downhill a little bit instead of with Transformers where it's like it, you gave us a mediocre outing the first time mm-hmm. and then it just got worse and worse and worse. Yes. And it, worse. It took all the worst parts of the first movie and amplified them. Yeah. And got rid of... Like, uh, anything that was decent. Yeah. <laughs> anything that made us, like, kind of look at... The, we looked at the movie and went, oh, well, that made it watchable. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it. Yep. Get rid of that shit. What's her name? Who's the heroine? What's her name? Um, Je- Jennifer... That would be Jeff Bridges. Jennifer no. Garner. <laughs> no. Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Megan. Megan Fox. Megan Jennifer. Megan Fox. She's too good an actress. Get her out of there. Yeah, put her in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> You know what? I'll defend her. She's not that bad. She isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. She isn't that great, but she isn't that bad. Better actress, Malin Ackerman or Megan uh, Fox? Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said any name afterwards. After, after Malin Ackerman. Uh. You, could have, you could have like named it dead ad. Jessica Tandy. <laughs> Jessica Tandy. Now. Jessica Tandy now is better uh, than Malin Ackerman. Bill Cosby or Malin Ackerman? Bill Cosby. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Leonard Part 6. Uh. Malin Ackerman in the remake of Leonard Part 6. <laughs> that would be insanely or bad. Or Rampage. Or Ghost Dad. Mm. Um, yeah, dude. So, Rampage. That was a, That's a fun movie, right? It was a fun a movie. A fun movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's right. Which brings us to our movie of the day. Du jour. Yeah, this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes bad movies. No matter what the case, every week we will watch a movie uh, and then come back here and talk about it with each other. Uh, and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, we invite to take part in the discussion on uh, on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash editingbay, or in that search function, put in the Editing Bay, find the image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that, and that's where you could join us, and uh, and let us know what you think of the film. Um, so yeah, we try to dissect it, take it apart, find out what it did right, what it did wrong, and then see if we can put it back together maybe a little bit better than it was in the first place. Ooh. And uh, in honor of uh, my my new show, op- not my show, but the <laughs> wow. show I'm working on, Humble brag. Uh, we're, it's opening at the Pocket Sandwich Theater this weekend. In fact, this uh, this episode's gonna be you're gonna be hearing this on Wednesday, what the twenty seventh? I think so. Twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. Wednesday the twenty sixth. Uh, so that means tomorrow. Thursday will be a free preview night. Oh. Uh, if you come on down to the Pocket Sandwich Theater, uh, free admission, but please still feel free to order food. They will have food and drinks. Um, How does that work? First come, first serve? Uh, well, yeah, you can call up and make your reservation. Oh, right you now. can still? Okay, even yeah, if it's you can, free. Yeah, re- you can reserve your spot even if it's free. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be doing that. And then the run goes from uh, from this weekend until November 10th. <laughs> so, after Halloween. After Halloween. You can still see... <laughs> You can still see uh, The Night of the Living Walking Dead mm. by Rodney Dobbs, one of the co-owners of the Pocket Sandwich Theater. Uh, and it's just like how it sounds. The first act is kind of an homage to Night of the Living Dead. Uh, and then in Acts 2 and 3, we uh, we kind of lampoon The Walking Dead. I'm and, excited. Uh, yeah, it, you, you should be because uh, <laughs> it's, a script that was, <laughs> it's a script that was finished about... Two months ago, <laughs> and I don't think it went the through too much of a. It went through too much of like a, a rewrite process. I think we just kind of listen when you know you've struck gold. You don't uh, you don't try to perfect it. Uh, but this is one of those popcorn tossers. Uh, so feel free to come on out, throw some snacks at us. In the first act, uh, I play a zombie. Ooh. Uh, then in the second act, things get a little bit more beefy. Uh, I play the uh, the character that's based on Shane from The Walking Dead, mm. played by John Bernthal in that show, and then. In the third act, uh, I am based on the governor. My character is based on the governor. You do three characters character. now. I play three characters. Oh, wow. Somebody drop out? No. Like, oh, I thought is, you only had is, two characters last time This has been the we thing. Well, spoke. I've, I've always been the zombie. I never really talk much about it because mm. I, don't, I don't do much. What are your lines? Are you off book? <gasps> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. The line was... <gasps> oh, damn it. Oh, he inflected up. It was a Again, question. Again, from the top. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, scene. Basically, if you've played any Resident Evil, I'm just doing the sounds that I've heard from that game. <laughs> Uh, Wesker. <laughs> I hope this is not Chris's blood. Uh, yeah. You, the master of unlocking. unlocking. You know what? That's part of the charm of that game, though, is some of yes. the bad voice acting. Mm-hmm. It goes hand in hand with the B movies that it's based Absolutely, on. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, man. It, Intentional, though, in that first film? I, or video in game? the first video game? Mm-hmm. I don't think so, mm-hmm. but it works. Uh, I think that that's going to be included on the PlayStation Classic, too. 
by the well, way. Well, they got to include more than five fucking games. Well, they they're selling there's it gonna for be, there's going to be 20 games. $100. Now. What are they, are they, are they like downloads then? There's gonna be, just... No, there's going to be 20 games. They just haven't announced what all has been preloaded oh, on it yet. I see. They've just announced the first five. But I'm imagining you're going to have your Legend of Dragoon and maybe oh, yeah. a Legend of Legaya because those are Sony... Made RPGs. Lagoon, Lagaya, Lagoon, Hassan, Fever, and Bo. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna do it. You're doing Hakuna Matata. Uh, I like that. But I'm thinking that uh, they're probably also going to do just like with the the SNES Classic and the NES Classic. They're gonna get games that put the system on the map. Have like Kingdom Hearts. Maybe right? no, Kingdom Hearts wasn't PS1. Oh, was that the second one? Yeah, that was, that oh, was okay. PS2. Probably can't get the rights to that anyway, right? No, there's so much. But I'm thinking they'll probably they'll probably have Metal Gear Solid. Of course, have to. Uh, maybe Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely, but then also Spyro, uh, Crash oh, Bandicoot, the Dragon, yeah, because those were like the icons of the PlayStation. Yeah, those um, are the, the Mario wannabes. Yeah, and then maybe they'll throw in a couple of fighters because the play, PlayStation One was famous for the fighting games that they had. So maybe a Street Fighter or Dead or Alive, the first Dead or Alive. DOA, game. I yeah. bet. Mm-hmm. So there's there's potential. Pre-ordering this? Is uh, this on your I Christmas list? I don't, I don't know about that. I'm no. not sure about that. Not sure I can afford pre I never owned any of the PlayStations. Really? I was I was a Nintendo fanboy all the way. I was a Nintendo fanboy until I got out of high school and uh <laughs> Whoa. and then like well, no, I, I was always playing my PS2. It was uh, or my SNES. Uh but it was Jay who stuck with Nintendo. He was he was always like Nintendo, Nintendo 64, uh GameCube. And I spent so much time. I mean, Jesus, I lived at his home for like 2 years. So I didn't really have the need to buy the Nintendo <laughs> systems. <laughs> yeah. But then when I finally moved out, I ended up buying a PlayStation Simply for Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah. That was the only That's reason your, I bought your it. Your favorite one, right? It was the, well, no, six is. You my still like one. six better? Yeah, yeah. We're we're two D folks. Yeah, we are. We're we're a little, you know, we're old school we're that old way. School like that. By the way, if you are into two D uh, RPGs, like the the throwback kind of stuff, Octopath Traveler on oh, the yeah. Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Holy shit! Like people had told me, like this is kind of a spiritual successor to uh, to Final Fantasy VI, uh, and they're right. You know, it's. It's not quite that deep, like with the story and how everybody intertwines or anything like that, uh, and and the stakes aren't quite as high. But the way that you know you have all these characters and they each have individual stories that by the end of the game hmm. do come together. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Let me ask you this though, Joe: <laughs> Is there an opera scene in it? No, well, and that's what made Final Fantasy VI. Pass, man. Hard pass. That was so fucking cool. <laughs> no, I, there's really no getting. You can't top the depth of story that you had in Final Fantasy VI. I really do feel like that was Square at its peak. Um, well, speaking of video games... No, I'm not done yet. Nope. Get that part out. <laughs> Jesus, asshole. <laughs> just kidding. Go uh, no, it's, so it, it's good stuff. Uh, I just... I don't know if it's my age. I don't have the patience anymore. Right? When it comes to like reading and getting into the story of, of all the stuff that's going on in these games... I don't have that patience anymore. I, know. I don't know if you experienced that too. Well, we're 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 uh, blowing through Breath of the Wild now, and yeah. uh, just having it like played out in uh, in cutscenes, and the times we do have to read, we're like, all right, man, let's get on. Come on, let's yeah. let's get the story going. Uh-huh. Isn't there a Cliff Notes version of this? <laughs> I mean, Breath of the Wild isn't quite as bad. It, when you get to that one guy, like the Birdman, that has the loot, and he's always yep. telling you, "We're like, there now." You're like, "Come on, okay, got it." <laughs> but for the most Sing part, your damn song. you're able to create the story yourself. But with this, it's like. With each character, there are eight different characters. Jesus. And you meet up with each of them, and Hence they each the have stories, octopath. and it's like, ah, oh, okay, okay. Well, how are you going to care and about... It's just like a movie, Joe. How are you no, going to care about the characters? And you're absolutely right. You're very right about this, but I don't have the patience anymore. When I was a kid, even up to like when I was like 27 years old, I'm watching, I'm playing these games, and I'm like, ooh, I would take in all the story. Give me more text. Yeah. Let me re- I would read every book. Can you imagine if we had the internet back then when we were into video games as kids? Like we wouldn't have. Uh, I don't know. I think I it. still would have been into it. I don't. I think it has more to do with like just being older and being a dad and a husband and like the the time I get to actually settle down in game <laughs> right. is few and far between. And so like I need to maximize that. And I've turned into. I've gone from being an RPG fanatic to mm-hmm. like and just. You know what? Give me like Mario Rabbids or give me a right. platformer that I can like kind of I could work through and play in bite-sized chunks and I can kind of come back to it. Joe, you need a first-person shooter 
circa late 90s, 1998. You think so? <clears throat> That's low I, on the story. You're just running around <laughs> shooting things. Yeah. Maybe aliens, uh-huh. maybe monsters. Maybe demons, demons from another from dimension. Hell. You know what? That sounds pretty good. It sounds a lot like the movie we watched this week. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this week we checked out Doom, starring Dwayne Ooh. The Rock Johnson, <laughs> Carl Urban, and Rosamund Pike. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, all three of these actors... Who have established a pretty respectable career. Absolutely. Despite this piece of garbage <laughs> that they were in. Uh, I'll call it a stepping stone. Okay. Well, this was, let's see, 2005. So we, we were already knee-deep yeah. into the Lord of the Rings films at this point, yes. right? So Carl yeah. Urban was already a, a household that, you, face, if you not name. I think this is, this is kind of what put him... Like, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. got him these opportunities to right. do these other movies. Well, I mean, on paper, this looks like a, a done deal, right? Based yeah. on a video game, very popular video game. So you've got the, the brand recognition there. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really hard to, uh, to screw up, right? Just kind of give the fans what they're looking for, what they recognize in the game. Right. First-person shooter. Uh, graph a little story on, uh-huh. and uh, you got yourself a, a box office success, a, right? <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong. All right, so let, yeah, it came out in two thousand five. It's directed by this guy named Andre Barkowiak. Yeah. All you need to know is foreign. He <laughs> uh, he did uh, a couple of Jet Li movies: Romeo Must Die, Cradle oh, to the that. Grave. No. Uh, he also did a, a Steven Seagal movie called Exit Wounds. <laughs> yes, um, but he also did another video game movie. Exit Wounds sounds like a fake. <laughs> Uh, what's his name? What's Chris Evans' character from Scott Pilgrim? Oh, yes. Uh, Lucas Lee. Lucas Lee. That's like a film Lucas Lee would stay uh, star in. The first sound you're going to hear is me hanging up. <laughs> the next one is me pulling the trigger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he also directed Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. Oh, coming soon to an episode of The Editing Absolutely. Bay. I've got it on my Plex server waiting. Do you know how much money this movie made? Uh, I do know how much money. I know uh, domestically it made, what, about $26 million, 20, between 26 and 27, right? Uh-huh. Worldwide, it was $56 million. $56 so million. Pretty good pull, right? Not when your budget's <laughs> $65 million. It did not make its money back. Mm-mm, no. Also, uh, adding insult to injury was the 19%. Rotten Tomatoes. With critics that it has, and 34% with audience. So not even audiences, not even the, uh, the fan base. Showed up for this. Had you seen this movie before? No. Okay. No. This did not appeal to me at all. I uh, I checked this out with my buddy James. I think Jay was there too. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact James was there. We lived a block away from each other. And we went to the studio movie grill that was off of Beltline near the Bush Toy. I used to go to that one. Uh, yeah. It's now a look cinema. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but James lived in one apartment complex that was near there. And I was kind of a block away. And we decided to go check this movie out. Uh, and... I went in with very low expectations. <laughs> yes. Were they met? Nope. No. <laughs> not even not, low expectations. Not even a little bit. Yeah, I can um, see why. This is a, this is a gross-looking movie, and I don't mean just like from no, the gore. It is. It's an ugly movie to look at. Well, like 90% of it is in the dark. It's so dark. And I don't just mean the, like, the way it's shot. It's not low-lit. It's not atmospheric. Like We're it's literally just, just dark crawling through pipes and uh, hallways where I guess all the electricity... Joe, if, if you're a part of a, a tactical marine unit... Uh-huh. And uh, you're, you're trying to clear out an area that you can't see. What's the first thing you do? You get a flare, get right? some lights. Fucking toss some flares in there to get the lights back on. And maybe so. get everybody together to <laughs> yes. sweep don't, these locations. Don't spread out. Uh-huh. That, and that's, I mean, but then again, that's kind of a, a standard horror movie trope. Uh, and this definitely falls under the horror category. Right. It's sci-fi, but definitely a horror monster well, movie kind of thing. Well, that's the problem with this film is that it wants to be everything, everything. right? It wants to be a zombie movie. We flat up basically have zombies running around being It shot. wants to be aliens. It wants to be aliens because, it's yeah, it's got that whole thing. We're going we're gonna to introduce you to all these characters. We've got the asshole. We've got the religious guy. We've got the, the, uh, the nice guy who's trying to hit on the hot chick. We've got all None the- of them sympathetic. Not one of no, them. Well, uh, why bother when they're going to be systematically offed throughout the ensuing ninety minutes? Mm-hmm. But it also wants to be like Stargate, right? Yes. So we have this this trope, this, this opening narration. Yes, where it's like in twenty twenty six, we found what was it? Was it twenty twenty six? Twenty twenty six. In twenty twenty six, we found a portal that delivered people to Mars. Mm-hmm. We called it the Ark, and then like even that narration is so incomplete, like. Where did they discover this arc? Doesn't matter. Why did they... How did they know where it was going to go? How did they test it? Like, that's one of the cool things about Stargate. Yeah. Is that... And it didn't take long in the movie. Yeah, first act. They were able to do that within 20 minutes. It's like, okay, here's this mysterious thing. It takes you somewhere. We're not quite sure yet where, but we want to do some research. And it's amazing to me. Like, Stargate really is a tight movie. Mm-hmm. 
when you think about it, especially in comparison to this, but like there's this wonder of like discovery that right. goes on when you go to this other world. And they tick, they they rob you of that in this movie. They they've already settled and you go there and and they add things to it that don't make any sense that it doesn't matter. Like I really thought that they were going to add to the suspense where you know whenever somebody came through the arc to another location mm-hmm. and we'd hear like transfer complete. Right. I really thought there was going to be a moment where like they would go back to like earth or whatever, and they'd be like kind of sweeping, and then we'd hear like, and we knew everyone was there already, mm-hmm. and then we'd hear transfer complete. Followed like, back. That would be fucking cool. Like <laughs> building the suspense. Well, Joe, on. they were saving it for the sequel that was uh, <laughs> planned and never happened. And is still being planned because of the dismal. Actually, no. The, the, there's a reboot. It's been cast. It's in filming right now. Are, are you serious? They're shooting 2019. You will see a Doom reboot. Holy shit! Because they rebooted the video game yeah. in the last couple of years. But that's kind of what. This movie was based on the video game reboot. No, it was it was based on Doom Three. Okay, it, was Doom Three not a reboot? I mean, it kind of was. It uh, because it, Doom was always kind of this ugly, like one dimensional, like yeah. shooter. Like I used to get motion sickness playing that. Oh game. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but it was. I mean, it was ahead of its time. You had games like that. You had Wolfenstein. Yeah, same guys, um, right? Yeah, Good software. And so you were, and it was at the time it was kind of fun, especially. When my buddies found the mods that would turn like all the enemies into stormtroopers, yeah, I so you could that. play like you were in like the Death Star. I was like, okay, now you've got my attention. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this it, it felt like after I'd seen like Doom Three, I felt like Doom Three was a reboot. I didn't know it was still a continuation of the story. Honestly, I don't know what the fuck the story to the Doom video games is, well, and so I don't know what's canon in this movie. So the f- kind of like Warcraft. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the first Which is two, a way better adaptation. Yes, I did. Of all the video game movies we've done, that may be <laughs> our favorite. That and right? DOA. I like DOA a lot. I like DOA as well. We did not like uh, Super Mario, <laughs> Super Brothers. Mario <laughs> Brothers. Listen to those episodes, folks. The, the the first Doom video games had to do with uh, hell, right? Like these were demons from hell, from hell yeah. that had kind of crossed over that we were fighting. And I guess with Doom Three, they kind of got rid of that and turned it into this oh, this genetically like modified lab experiments. They're, they're GMOs, Joe. Oh, <laughs> this oh, is wow. a non non GMO, <laughs> not HMO, <laughs> HOA. Would you call me? <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, apparently this movie because Doom Three had just come out a few years previously, they were like, all right, well let's just do this. This is the latest version of it. We'll we'll just kind of take this mythos. But mm-hmm. they kind of like like I said, it's all over the place. There's zombies, yeah. but then there's like there, there's monsters, and then there's that dude Pinky who turns into like a dog yes. monster with a wheel, like on his a, back. a larva or something. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And what determines what kind of monster you turn into? Well, it's your soul, Joe. Because... See, if you're a good person, then you get to be, I guess, a superhero a, a that pig. heals. You're fucking Deadpool. Right? Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, you have a dark sold and uh, then you, you turn into rock the Dwayne Johnson <laughs> zombie rock who just turns into yeah he just turns into like this big I mean we're getting way ahead of ourselves with this mm, are we yeah I think I think so I mean there's there's I mean there's plenty to get into here All right. uh I, the 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 amount of times that they reference game or game time or game over yeah. like they say that shit fucking rapid fire in this movie um, they throw they 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 carelessly throw around this weird origin story for Carl Urban that like <laughs> him and Rosamund Pike, they're siblings. Yeah. Why? Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't really come into play. She could have been just anybody. Right. But could have been an ex lover, which yeah. is kind of how they set it up. And they're like, no, 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 they're related. It's his sister. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because there's this whole backstory about their parents. And something horrible which happens. Which is so fucking stupid. With their parents. But it doesn't, it doesn't play into the. It doesn't. It doesn't. It wasn't what created the Carl Urban of today. Right. Like, you know, he's, he's talking about. It could have been nice because we have that scene at the end with he and, he and his sister, Rosamund Pike, where uh, she's going to inject him with the C24, oh which is, I guess, God. the mutagen that uh, yes. they've harvested from the old civilization she's, on she Mars. Does, she's protecting a child. That's she's a, not a monster. That's right. You don't shield yourself from fear. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. You do shield you do yourself from fear. Exactly. Hold that hand up. <laughs> um, and so, and so she 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 wants she thinks that there's good in him, and he's trying to tell her, "No, I've done bad things." So you think maybe that that backstory with the parents it we might get come, to see yeah. what turned him into that. Maybe he became uh, no. his first kill was has, when he was young. He has a moment where he's looking out a fucking window <laughs> at a map and, painting, and the rock's like, "Is this where it happened, Joe?" If we didn't Is know this what happened to your family, <laughs> yeah, okay, time to move on with the story. And like, it never really fucking comes back to that. No, not at all. It's wasted fucking time. This it, movie already runs. 
a little bit longer yeah, than it needs to. Hour forty five. This should have been ninety minutes tops. Yeah. And if if you didn't know that this film was supposed to take place on Mars, if they hadn't set it up early, and we see that establishing shot as they're being whisked away, transported to Mars, uh-huh. there's nothing really here that screams Mars. We're underground, like you said. We're in dark tunnels the entire time. Even fucking Total Recall, you kind of felt like this is a foreign place. Yeah, they establish locations. Exactly. And, um, and, and this they, just seems like a bunker somewhere. And they take time in Total Recall. Even though Total Recall sometimes is a bit of a mess, <laughs> it at least still takes time to like set up, this is the thing, this is the point, this is where we're going, this is why we're going there, and this is where you get to fill in the blanks. Like, what do you believe is going on? What do you think happens next? How do you think these characters got here? But even though we're setting up a little bit of mystery, we're still going to give you a complete story of of these characters and why what is happening is happening. Here, it's everything is thrown out. All the characters are half developed. The story is half developed. The science is half developed. There's the point where they go to Mars and these guys are talking to each other and they're like, Where are we? And one of the soldiers goes, A couple million light years from breakfast. Actually, no, you're on Mars. You're you're (laughs) on Mars. We're on Mars. Mars is 33.9 million miles away from Earth at the closest orbit. And it takes about 22 minutes from light to get from Earth to Mars. You're not a couple, you're not even close to a couple. It would take 300 days to travel from Earth to Mars. I love when you do your homework for this show, dude. <laughs> Appreciate that. Look at you I'm just showing saying, up with the stats. It's fucking frustrating because I know we've launched a drone to yeah, Mars yeah. and have been here long enough for the drone to get there and walk around and then send pictures back to yeah. us. And it's only 2018. It wouldn't have taken, um, if it would take a couple million light years, we wouldn't be here. It, w- it wouldn't. We would not be alive right now. Well, science. So the science does not check out in. Doom. Oh yeah, so I'm afraid to tell you that the science in Doom doesn't <laughs> quite check out. There are some inconsistencies. I do like that um, the, the zombie aspect of it, though. That they kind of once you get infected, you die, but then you come back and you can you can. But you have control. We see um, what's what's the one guy, good guy's name? Goat. G- goat. He's he's the religious one. He's the yeah. shepherd book. He's the one that like carves crosses into his his arm every time he takes the Lord's name in vain. That's right. That's weird. That is really weird because um, he's a murderer. Uh huh. Like he's he's holding a gun, a weapon of destru- an instrument of destruction. Instruments Joe. of destruction. <laughs> You're like tools of power play. You're like Roger that's, Rabbit. That's and I'm you, like, man. Uh, that's, hey, I, <laughs> use my. That's the yeah. correct lyric. That's before they changed it for them special edition. <laughs> hey, you know, actually, this coming weekend, they're, yeah, they're bringing Transformers the movie back to theaters. Did what? you know that? Yeah, as if we hadn't already seen it. In the Jenna, last you want to go see it, right? Oh, she loved it. Oh. <laughs> Sarah didn't like it quite as much. That now. No, I think she, she's she's putting on a good 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 face. Hey, so do you think it's cold on Mars? Uh, I'm just asking because it's supposed to be. Rosamund Pike's chest is clear. Like she is pinging throughout this entire <laughs> yes. movie, and I don't mean that like in a perverted way, but like no, but the it camera is, is basically like focused on her chest. She's wearing a white thin shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. like give the woman a bra, man. Mm-hmm. Give her a bra. Like, let's have a little bit of respect. And it's only accentuated when she becomes uh, increasingly covered with blood throughout yeah. the runtime of this film. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Jenna pointed out, like, and she's got a thing about uh, just being covered in blood in all the movies she's in. Oh, yeah. Between this and Gone Girl. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah she's covered in Barney Stinson's Hers blood all over the place. and other people's. Yeah. Spoiler alert for that film. Wow. And a much better performance. Like, I am surprised. Like, poor Rosamund Pike. But for this, she did Die Another Day. That's right. Which is yeah. arguably one of the one it of is. the worst no, no. Bond movies. It is, but I like it. Certainly the worst Pierce Brosnan. I, really? Yes. Wasn't that Worse the final than Tomorrow one? Never Dies with Christmas Jones? Mm, well, that was played one of the by earlier Denise ones, Richards. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> who played a nuclear physicist? <laughs> pretty tough. But at least I made it through that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Pierce Brosnan ones. He didn't have a great track record. I he liked, started off strong with Golden. With Golden Eye was a good movie because mm. it was grounded. It was it was kind of like his Casino Royale, where it was a little yeah, more grounded, that's right. uh, and then got crazy. Die Another Day, though, for some reason, like I'm also a fan of those Sean Connery, Roger Moore Bond movies, which were goofy and had gadgets and stuff. And so Die Another Day kind of felt like a cool, like best of album. <laughs> they like, all right, we're gonna just throw our greatest yeah. hits in this, and then you know that this is gonna be his final hurrah. Yeah, and it was. So in that respect, I kind of dig what they were doing, but it definitely is not one of the stronger Bond films. We've done a James Bond movie on this podcast I, before. I think we did once. Uh, I don't know that we have. I mean, man. I've talked shit about Skyfall. Yeah, you have. Yeah, we've talked a big or, game or James Bond's Home Alone. We should do. <laughs> 
where they booby traps the <laughs> booby traps in the house. I'm like, what? Macaulay Culkin here somewhere? Come on. <laughs> we'll have to do a James Bond coming up on the Yeah, podcast. but before that, we should probably talk about Doom. I guess so. We have to. <laughs> Hey, did the uh, th- these nano walls? This this technology that they man, I don't do movie. nano walls. I don't do nano walls. <laughs> you just fucking transported your ass through space, right? But this is where you draw the line on technology. I love that they whenever anybody transported through space, they would always vomit. They just puke up. I think it would be way more entertaining if they just shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> they come every out the time, other end. Every time they come out the other end, it just they just shit their pants. You know, like, that is as they're getting ready to go through the thing, everyone's <laughs> taking their pants off and stuff, and the kid, the kid. It's like, hey, what are you guys doing? They're like, nothing. Don't worry about yeah. it. Keep your pants on. Yeah, you don't need these adult <laughs> diapers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they they do always they show the first person go through from uh-huh. from the the one side of the gate, yeah. but then we'll cut to the last person coming through to the other end. So yeah. that would have been a nice reveal. Just <laughs> just shit, shit splattered floor <laughs> and some poor janitor like hosing everything. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> uh, clean up on Stargate. <laughs> no man, it's the arc. The arc, whatever. Why is it called the Ark? Uh, because it because they it, never transfer. It's not like it's supposed to be a solution to like get people off of Earth, like to to like the to, Ark like, of the Covenant to pres- or, no, or Noah's no, Ark. Noah's Ark is what I'm talking about. <laughs> that, that Ark, wrong Ark. <laughs> know your Bible, kids. <laughs> the Golden Ark. The, the, the Golden Ark is McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, no, like, it, usually you would use, if you use terminology, like, the Ark, obviously, it's supposed to be something that's supposed to be salvation. Yeah. And at no point, like, they use this thing, they go to this, they go to Mars, I mean, and it's like, they went to some business, they went to some, like, right, office it's, building, it's, it's and it's like, excuse me, ladies, I'm gonna have to strip search each of you. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, what? Where are we? You're Who's mar- running the show? You're Marines. Yeah. You're really going up to civilians and talking about how you're gonna have to strip search them? Like, this is seriously a movie that's, like... Totally dated by the way that dudes are talking to women throughout yeah, the entire thing. Yeah, pre Me Too movements. Yeah, by far, it's a, a little disgusting. How about The Rock? Mm. How young The you, Rock looks in this movie. Young, and uh, you don't realize how proportionate to an actual human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, he looks like he fits through door. He looks like he could wipe his ass right now. <laughs> right now, The Rock doesn't look like he can reach back there. I don't see any veins in his arms or neck. <laughs> It's just all smooth, like a baby's bottom. Yeah. But yeah, also, uh, you don't realize how much improved his acting has become. Yeah. Until you go back and see, um, compare 2015, 2018 Rock to 2005 right. Rock. Oh, yeah. And he's just he's, he's relying on his eyebrows uh-huh. to do the emoting for him. At one point, he and Carl Urban are having an eyebrow off. <laughs> yes, Near the are. end there, which is like, I, I can raise one eyebrow higher Semper than you. Semper motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> Although, I, I do have to appreciate, because I thought, and the way this was marketed... I didn't see Carl Urban anywhere, uh, and maybe I didn't know his name back when this film was uh, was being marketed. But this was all about the Rock, right? The Rock and Doom, and yeah, I, I really appreciate that it kind of had the balls to take the Rock and turn him into like he's and not the hero, he's not yeah. of this film. In fact, I I love the point where they 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 get attacked by the monsters mm-hmm. and they cut to the Rock. He's on the ground. He goes, "I'm not supposed to die." Yeah, as he gets sucked through like, the nano wall. That's pretty clever, man. That's pretty clever because that's what the audience is thinking too. Like. No wait, you were supposed you're supposed to be the hero of this movie. Mm-hmm. So as he develops becoming like the villain, I thought that was that was a pleasant surprise to me. Mm-hmm. That I was like, "Oh, he's going to be the villain of this movie even though we have enough going on. Yes, there's are... enough working against our protagonist. Zombies and yes. monsters and stargates. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't need the rock now is also going to be a villain. We didn't need that that ultimate showdown between The Rock and Carl Urban. We didn't need The the Rock to turn into a villain at all. Also, It was such an... Uh, it didn't feel natural, that turn. Nothing organic about it. And not true to the form of the Doom video game. Like, yeah. there was no, like, fisticuffs. You didn't go, go around, like, punching. This wasn't... This film should not end in a <laughs> boxing scene. Where they were jumping around. Like, yeah. Like, I, like they're using the force. He's to doing, jump. like, a crouching tiger, hidden dragon, like, running up walls. Yeah. And it's like, wh- wh- just because they were out of ammo, like... <laughs> that, that's not what you come to see a Doom movie for. No. Uh, and I, and the inconsistencies, Semper Fi, motherfucker, uh, faithful to the core. Faithful to the core? You just killed a kid because he asked you questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you killed one of your family. Didn't like, even what, uh, put him in the brig. <laughs> like, that should have been the first move. So, the, the reason that turn disturbs me the most mm-hmm. is because we never really see, like... This mental or emotional breakdown of the right, rock. and so there's part of part of me is wondering, was this his plan the entire time? 
because he's really big on the, at the very beginning, like not letting Carl Urban come with them. Quarantine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. He's We're like, going to Old Dubai. You should stay here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, why? Why should he stay here? I like, guess because he has history. Because it would remind him of his dead parents? I, Question mark. Okay. <laughs> then why even let him know that mission's happening? Yeah, good call. Just keep him out of the loop, man. <laughs> like, Hey, uh, Carl, can you go out to the car for a second and uh, grab that thing out of the trunk? And, hey, everybody. <laughs> and what kind of military operates like this where they're like, well, this mission's going on. Are you telling me I can't come? I'm suggesting heavily. No, you're his commander. Yeah, you, you say, can make yeah, the choice. You stay here. No, you have to stay. He has no problem barking orders later on when it comes to killing civilians and wiping out uh, innocence. Let God sort it out. Yeah. Is that a line from the I think video game? Uh, no. I, I, well, it it's might hard, be. It actually might it's be. It's hard, Joe, since I, I mean, I played it. Everybody played it. If you were playing, if you owned a computer mm-hmm. in the late 90s, oh, somebody yeah. had a version of Doom that they could let you borrow. And it, whether you were a gamer or not, you it, it, it kind of permeated uh, uh, pop mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. So... I played it, but I wasn't a, a huge fan. I, just, I remember Duke Nukem had a lot of catchphrases yeah. and, and like taglines. I don't remember Doom having that. Though. I don't think so, and that's why it feels a little manufactured. Yeah. But it's hard to, to tell. If you're a Doom fan, let us Please, know. Please, go to our Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, but it's hard to discern what is, is like an, an homage or reference like I'm, that they're winking at the audience and yeah. what is just like, oh, like well, that's BF- a dumb idea. BFG was a wink to the audience because if you've played Doom at all, you know that the BFG is a weapon and it was disappointing to me at first because it was called like the Big Force Gun. No. And I was like, what? But then The Rock finally calls. He's like, big, big fucking, fucking gun. gun. That's, that's a right. big fucking but gun. But the way it's revealed, like it, if you're just an audience member with no affinity towards the property, just like, why is, why this hero worship? Why are we making such a big deal? For and a weapon. The, and then, like, the, the arc that that gun goes through mm-hmm. in the in the movie, the arc, the story arc, <laughs> like, it never really comes to play. Like, you feel like that weapon, oh, that's going to come in handy at the end. Nope. Carl Urban's going to use it against him, or that's it, how they're going to beat the big bad is right. with the BFG. It only gets used twice. Twice. And it doesn't even hit its target either time, I think. No. Right? No. Nope. just goes to, into a wall. <laughs> But hey, it sure Which did look cool. Which seems careless when you're on Mars, and you're you're probably in like yeah. a protected environment. It's a vacuum of space, so you probably shouldn't be just willy nilly blowing holes in walls, right? That's right. We saw the Martian. <laughs> know how that works? An earth shattering kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the uh, one of the problems I had, and we touched on this a little bit earlier, is how dark this movie was. And I get it when you're trying to hide the seams and the in the special effects mm-hmm. and the practical effects. Mm-hmm. It's got to be dark. But when it gets to the point where you don't understand what the fuck is happening in a fight yeah, sequence, have no context. It's not helping. Like it, it just it doesn't help you enjoy this movie. And all of the scenes, like Joe, I feel like I could put the movie on, just kind of do a little roulette, little Russian roulette. Uh huh. Forty five minutes. Yeah. And then I would say, all right, is this first act, second act, third act? You, you wouldn't know. be able to tell you me because all of these scenes look the same. They're every, just going through pipes. Yeah. In the dark, every scene is somebody running in a fucking hallway. And I don't know where anybody is in relation to anywhere else. Yeah, we need like a map. We need a... Fucking Resident Evil fucking pulled that off in the first Resident Evil mm-hmm. movie. And all it took was a little bit of like, here's the map. And they'll show like between scenes, it'll kind of show like, here we are now in the facility. That fucking helps, guys. And it's not it's not too terribly hokey. Uh, and they could have done that in this. Instead, like, there's a point where I guess they're, they're like... Lab has to be evacuate the lab. You have four and a half minutes, mm-hmm. and the Rock looks at Carl Urban and is like, "You've got three. And so Carl Urban's running. He's like, "Sam, come in. Sam, come in. Right. Sam." And he and you think he's going to walk in the door and there's going to be some shit going down. No, she, he's just like, "Why aren't you answering your come? Because something's weird. There's something up." I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" Joe, did this film at any point scare you? Like, there's there's a, a couple no. of a, attempted jump scares. No, but you see them all coming, did. don't yeah. you? Yeah. It, We've really come a long way as far as uh, horror movies go, or at least the, the shocking ones where they really try to jump scare you. Isn't They've it, gotten good at that. Isn't it interesting to you that it's less scary with the jump scares and far more terrifying with something like It Follows? Yes. Where like, you just see something just fucking walking. Or Hereditary. Yeah, Dude, yeah. you need I to see Hereditary. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen Hereditary. It is yeah. so scary, but it, it, rarely does it try to... Uh, jump scare you it takes a lot more skill to to delve into the mm-hmm. psyche of a human being and find out what is it that actually terrifies us nuns and it turns out nuns, <laughs> nuns. Fucking... or just something that will never fucking stop this unrelenting force mm-hmm. that will just keep fucking coming and then just that cool 
That cool, Supernatural, I was catching up on Supernatural, and they kind of did a takeoff on It Follows. What season are we on now? Uh, they're on season, they're getting ready to start season 14. Jesus. I'm, I just wrapped up season 11. All right. Yeah. So, a few eps behind. But they did a little bit of an homage to It Follows, where it's like this monster that kills someone, and it, but if you kiss somebody else instead of fucking oh, them, yeah. if you kiss somebody else, it'll, like, it'll, it'll go after them. Yeah. And I was like, that is still... Scary yeah. in, in that in, even scaled down like it's that, real. It's scary. It could happen it's, to it, you. It could happen. Yes, like Nick Cage with the lottery. <laughs> it could happen to you. Uh, no, so you don't know where anybody is in this movie, uh, and so that's that's partially frustrating. But honestly, they have fucking eight million characters in this film. Yeah, way too many, and nobody fucking matters. They really don't develop anybody except for maybe the is it Duke that's hanging out with Rosamund Pike most of the time. <sighs> yes. So you maybe you just have him. Instead of like the eighty other guys that are running around, that's the the wonderful thing that James Cameron did about Aliens is that you had a whole crew of mm-hmm. Space Marines, but they only focused on like three or four distinct personalities exactly. that were running around with Ripley. It's easy to tell the ones that are going to get killed off early, right? This is from the uh, really Scott <laughs> school of filmmaking. That's basically, right. and, and it's trying to do this. You, we see them all, we meet them all initially, but like you said. Each, each is more deplorable than the other. It tries, but here's the thing. It feels like the writers and director got tired of taking the time to establish anything and just like went, uh, fuck it. Let's just fast forward to this next yeah. part. I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for, yeah. but I do know who I'm supposed to be rooting against, and that's Porter. <laughs> that's the kind of bucktooth, creepy, If you child look like Billy Bob Thornton, yes. you're going to be rooted against. Uh, yeah. He from the minute he's on, he's actually one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Even because the, you know him, you, he's actually. Defined. I remember him, and I, I can remember his name. I can't remember yeah. the Rock's name. Yeah, Sarge. Sarge. There you it's go. Sarge. It's not even a name. It's they, just a title. And they do that shitty thing where, like, the the weapons or the the computer voice. Yes, is as like, they're, it's as they're getting onto the helicopter. Yes, log login ID. Sarge Reaper. Hell Knight Reaper. Yeah, well, we're Duke. never going to remember any of these. Grim. So I, I've burned through all of my notes, well, except one. Yes, and this is probably the big note. This is the entire reason that this film was made. Here we go. Was for this 90-second mm-hmm. sequence. Here we are. That was all in the pitch meeting. In fact, I think, didn't they do like a proof of concept, like I a little so. short film? To I say, think they did. Hey, this is going to be our film. Hey, this you know the first-person shooter? We're making a movie of it. That's right, and we're going to replicate what you see on screen except in, in real life. Except they didn't replicate what was fun about Doom? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. This, I mean, this I is, agree with you. But to me, this is it, this is what they were banking on was going to be the big like the, the yeah the people, crown jewel. People of this be talking film. about this walking out of the theater, and they sure were. Mm-hmm. They, they were talking about how shitty it was because Joel, have you ever gone and walked through like? A really shitty, like haunted house. <laughs> yes, yes. That's, That's what, what it felt, felt like. like. All these dudes in suits, clearly guys <laughs> in, just, in makeup, lumbering ah. around, the, and it moves so slowly. Yes, like he's just kind of lumbering, and they're trying to recreate that. Uh, you know, when you're when you're playing an FPS game, uh-huh. and you kind of got that little bounce. That That's the thing bounce. that keeps you from getting motion sickness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They realize that that it'll if you have that. Otherwise, bounce, it looks like you're floating. Yes. just along, and that's not which realistic. was Doom One and Two. Mm-hmm, <laughs> that was mm-hmm. that was exactly how that didn't felt. have the technology back then. So. But. Yeah, this carnival ride slash rail shooter <laughs> sequence. It is. Uh, I mean, I get what they're going for. Doom was way more fun to play than what this is like watching someone play Guitar Hero exactly. in a movie. It's not as fun as when you're playing it, right? Uh, and so that's that's where it goes wrong. You're going to tell me a story. You're going to make a movie. Make the fucking movie. Like there was no point while we were watching DOA yes. that like suddenly we were looking from their point of view, yeah. like. As they're fighting each or other. Or the Mario Brothers movie. Where it's, where it's, it's, this is the side-scroller segment where he's jumping <laughs> yes. on. Which maybe would have made the movie better. Yeah, well, it, Pixels. It was the highlight of Pixels. Yeah. Listen to our Pixels episode from earlier this year. It, it's seriously so bad, though. Like like, like I said, walking around a haunted house or if you're on one of those like rail rides at Disney World. Mm, yeah, and you're, that's what it feels you're like. You're only able to look at what they want you to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Doom isn't a rail shooter. That's not. I've played video games like uh, Time Crisis or House of the Damned. Yeah, I love those. Those are rail shooters. Mm-hmm. But like this is you can this, choose your own adventure. This whole sequence where like monsters are come running up and like then he'll look at something and it's not really a bad guy mm-hmm. and then he'll turn and there's a dude with a chainsaw uh. Uh, and it's like what 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 are we what are we even fucking doing here? Because, well, they have to. They have to justify why this film exists. This is the whole reason. This this was in the pitch. This is the reason we're watching it. If you want to make a movie of Doom. 
And look, I'm not the person that can fix this problem, but that's what we do here on this podcast. We at least come up with some ideas. Don't do the fucking first person thing. Don't do that. But what you can do is add actual elements of the fucking games into your fucking movie. Now, granted, I've never played Doom 3. I've seen it. And we have some uh, some friends on Facebook that when we announced we were doing this movie. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, a couple of them were like, oh, damn, I'm going to hate hearing this episode because I love Doom 3. And part of me started thinking like, I wonder how faithful this movie was then to the game. But you can't judge a film. Like, this is the problem I have when there's like required viewing or required experiences before I enjoy a film. No, th- this is a standalone film. You're asking me to pay eight dollars to see or twelve, whatever nowadays. It should it should stand on its own merits, uh-huh. and it and it doesn't. It, yeah. There's too many winks and nods, and not enough left over for the. But then, how do you explain audience. like Warcraft? Warcraft ended up being a decent film, yeah, and we never played the games exactly. So. <laughs> well, we got to know some of the characters. Yeah. And they, there's not so much to... They weren't trying to do too much. Hey, we've got goblins and wizards and orcs. Like, you know, it, it, it would be like if Warcraft had a sequence where all of our main characters decided to go grind up a few levels. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we, we do that, the camera pulls back <laughs> yes. as they're doing their turn-based <laughs> combat. And it's like, that's not interesting. That's what this sequence is in Doom. Numbers are popping up above characters it with sure, hit points. It sure seemed like a great idea. Except for when it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was really bad. And it goes on what feels like for fucking ever. It really does. Yeah. It, apparently it took them 14 days to shoot that. I'm not seeing that on screen. I'm not either. It seems like it took maybe an afternoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe a and, couple of days. And I guess, like, Carl Urban, like, we're supposed to be impressed with the fact that, like, it's a first-person view, and every couple minutes we see his reflection. Yeah, he'll look and sh- shoot himself in the... <laughs> yeah, and it made me laugh. Like, those things made me laugh. It didn't, like, thrill me or anything like that. I didn't go, wow, yeah. how'd they hide the camera? <laughs> I was just like, why are we fucking doing this? Let's wait for this roller coaster ride to be over. And uh, and eventually it is. And then it ends in the big fisticuffs between The Rock exactly. and Carl yeah. And like, really... his, his sister goes missing. So here's the deal. like She injects him, right? She mm-hmm. injects him because he's gotten injured. That's all right. Uh, he's not going to make it. And so she injects him with that, that virus or whatever. So I guess while he's out and that virus is gestating, The Rock kidnaps her. But well, why what, doesn't The Rock kill him if he's out? Why doesn't he just kill the guy? That's a good point. Yeah. I, I never got the impression that she was kidnapped, but when we see her again, she's injured and The Rock and is the Rock there. Has so her. We're, we're using her as bait, perhaps? And, and just that first Sam walking around for that first person. And I'm like, wow, oh, stop this shit so much. Uh, and then they, <laughs> they, they fight, and I don't even. How did he beat The Rock? What happened? Uh, he, um, so The Rock has twisted some metal around his arm and is using it as kind of like a pseudo gauntlet. Uh-huh. And oh, that's point, right. It gets stuck in his hand. He like yeah. stabs him, stabs Carl Urban through the hand and uh-huh. now they're kind of like bonded, connected. Yeah. And he activates the arc. That's the right. Little, the little bubble comes out of the ground and that sucks him. you in. And then they throw the grenade. Yes. And then there's that one shot as uh, Carl Urban is like spinning the rock around, which, <laughs> uh, no, by the way, <laughs> physics say that is impossible. You can cl- you can you can almost see the wire like pulling the rock into the air. Oh, like, my God. So, uh, and they set it up early. Oh, don't, don't stand too close to it. Its gravity will suck you in. Uh-huh. No. Sorry. No. There's just a, a bad special effect is a bad special effect. <laughs> Thank you, George Lucas. Yeah. Well, a good special effect is yeah, so, propels the story along. So the, the, the ultimate battle at the end of this movie is something that you never experience in the game. Or care about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there you go. There's <laughs> Way our... to end your film, guys. Um, Congratulations. So what is your, what's your favorite first-person shooter? Mm. I mean, you know, GoldenEye is a classic, but Golden I don't know that classic. it holds up. I just think it was one of the first ones to do. I'm not really a huge FPS Player, I'm, I'm I'm not a big FPS fan. There are some FPSs that I do enjoy, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last the, one I really glommed onto. Good, there's a lot of good Call of Duty. Uh, I've yeah. played a bunch of those, but those that's a, Gears of stories, War. Some of the stories, Gears, Gears of War, is War, fun. Bioshock Infinite is my favorite. Yeah, see, there you go. But I I don't know if I could qualify that as a first person shooter. It happens to be played from a first person point of view. Why no film? But there's so much good I know. story going on. That's what in I'm those saying. Games. Why no films of those games? I'm almost, probably I'm almost old afraid enough. for them to do that. Yeah, because they'd find a way to fuck it yeah, up. Yeah, right? don't don't fuck it up. Just let it be, man, because it's pretty damn good. Speaking it, words of wisdom. Uh, I mean, there was supposed to be a Halo movie once. I think they're still trying to turn that in. I think it's a TV show now. Yeah. Didn't they make an announcement? Oh, they did, do, they, it up? they did do a, yeah, they did do a, a Halo TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I but, should mention the uh, 2019 Doom remake. 
uh, already determined that it is like straight to streaming. Like it's not even theatrical. Holy like, shit. So, uh, oh, okay. I guess. Uh, yeah. Get I guess ready that, for that one. It tells us everything we need to know about mm-hmm. that movie. Uh, okay. So I know we talk about this all the time. Whenever we do video game movies, which is more frequently than we probably should care to admit. Nah. Uh, video game that you would love to see a movie adaptation of. Metroid. Why is is that yours? Yeah, man, I, I love Metroid, uh, but I, but I guess I could I could probably pick a different one. Then, oh, sorry, that was yours. No, well, just, I was I was gonna go with Metroid just because I agree with you. It's, it's ripe. It, it's so good, and it's the it's the property that Nintendo almost seems to like kind of brush off. They forget more often about it. Yeah. yeah, they don't treat it as one of their a list. I mean, they do with marketing, and obviously when when they're releasing these classic editions, like every Metroid game is showing up there. Sure. But like, why why do we have to wait eight years between Metroid games? Why are they getting relegated to the 3DS? Where's your... Well, I guess they're coming out with Metroid Prime 4 now, <laughs> well, right? For we, the Switch. It, but, have they officially announced it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, they have? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like last year at E3, and then not a mention of it since. So yeah. that's probably a 2019 title. Hmm. I, I still would love to see them attempt something with Legend of Zelda. I was just going to say, look, Zelda's perfect, too. I mean, get get Peter Jackson. Let's get a little bit of yeah. that Lord of the Rings magic on it. I think the problem was they got burned so bad with the uh, Mario Brothers that yeah. uh, they're they're afraid. And it's now they're just like doing animated movies. To put one of their flagship franchises yeah. out there. We'll see how that Mario Brothers animated film does, and that'll determine. Are you fucking kidding me? They're doing a Mario Brothers yeah, animated? Absolutely, yeah. Like CG or 2D animation? I have to imagine it's it's uh, 3D. Okay. Yeah, you can't do a... Unless it's a Saturday morning cartoon. You know what I would love? Let's let's. We were talking about Lenka earlier in the podcast. Mm. Let's get them. <gasps> Dude. Re- do you remember the first Nintendo Power cover that was like yeah, Playmation used, Mario yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, they were like photographs. I would fucking love to see a movie like that, That man. would be cool. Or I remember um, somebody had done like a What If Studio Ghibli, or is it Ghibli? The guys who do, uh, I think it's, I think it's Chibley. You know what I'm talking about? They do yeah. like uh, Princess Mononoke uh-huh. and uh, Castle in the Sky, Spirited Away. Yeah, uh, somebody had done like a, um, a Zelda. Yeah, tutorial. Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh yeah, the best one. It is isn't the Brave it? Little Toaster. Brave Little Toaster. Well, that's not them. Um, <laughs> but uh, somebody had done like Legend of Zelda, but like in that style. Oh, that'd be so how cool would sweet. that be? That would be sweet. I man. agree. Uh, all right. Do you have any other notes on this? I do not. What did Doom do right? What did Doom do right? Uh, you know, you've got three A-list actors here. You got Rosamund Pike, Carl Urban. Who were not A-list at the time, though. No, that's but, right. But it's but clearly their yeah. talents is rising above the source material. You even kind of feel sorry for Carl Urban because he he really is kind of giving it his all, and he's he's making you want to care about this, even though I don't. When did the Star Trek reboot come out? Was that like 2009? IMDb, I believe it was after that. I think it's a little earlier than that. Let's find out. You may be right. Star Trek 2009. Yeah. How about that? Okay. So afterwards. And that is a perfect example of his his skill. The fact that he's able to kind of channel the old Bones McCoy. DeForest McKelly. But also... DeForest Kelly. DeForest McKelly. <laughs> is he a rapper now? Uh, but he's able to like... Channel him, but also still bring his own personality and his own twist mm-hmm. to that. The character. impression didn't get in the way yeah. of his performance, and and so it's it's nice to see. And his his work in Dread, like Carl mm-hmm. Urban, is a fantastic actor. Of course, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is really good at what he does. I don't think he's I don't think he's got that same depth, but he's fun. He is yeah. a, he's surefire. You know, when you go see a movie with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. That it's at least going to be a crowd pleaser. Doom probably uh, isn't going to be one of the clips shown during no. his in memoriam. Like that and Tooth Fairy, <laughs> the game plan. Back when The Rock was saying yes to every fucking movie. Oh, does he not do that anymore? Has he turned a new leaf? Because it Dude, feels like there's three Rock movies coming out in 2018. I, that's that's true. That is true. Did you see the? Uh, he I guess produced a movie called Stuntman. No. That's been uh, showing at festivals and stuff. Oh. It looks pretty fucking interesting. Yeah, is he in it? No, I don't think he's in it. I think he's just producing it. Stuntman 2018. Yeah. Starring Elia P. Popoff. There you go. Is this it? I think so. Doc- no, this is a documentary. That might be it. Wow. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia's there Seven Bucks Become Exec Producers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I guess, what did Doom do right? What am I going to... Uh, the casting, I think I'm with you on this. Like the fact that they were able to get people that ended up being fantastic, like A-list celebrities, yeah. uh, that they got these people, and unfortunately, they weren't able to to make the material right. better. And that that tells you something about like the <laughs> the lack of quality of the material. I guess that brings me to what the movie did wrong. Mm-hmm. It's the careless writing and the careless crafting of this story. To, to just kind of get it out and and the and the disrespect that movie makers showed video game fans around this time I know that like 
oh, they don't care. Just give them this thing, and they're going to come out and see it. You know, we'll just we just want their money. And I'm glad. I'm glad when I see movies like this that that seem to take this careless approach, not make budget. This may actually be like the turning point because at this point, you know, video games were becoming more movie like. You're yeah. getting these cutscenes, you're getting cinematic, you're getting the characters that you care about, and mm-hmm. and and visuals that are at least on par with some of the movies we've seen before. Yeah. And yes, when your video game has better character development. Uh, and better story and, and, and looks better than the movie that is being based off of it or, mm-hmm. or, or that is basing itself off of it. That's yeah. that's a real problem. Yeah, dude. Um, I, I could not recommend this movie. No. Uh, it looks not to ugly. Vi- not to video game fans, not to film fans, uh, people not that too, are fans uh, of sci-fi horror. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're a way better movie. Go see, watch Sunshine. Or, yes. yes. Watch Sunshine. Oh, that's tense. Watch Aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many good sci-fi horror films out there that you can enjoy. Uh, this one, I, if you are a fan of Doom and you watch this movie and you're a fan of it, please, man, I in, I invite yes. you. Like, engage us on Tell Facebook. Us. We would love to know, like, what this movie did right by you. Like, hey, I liked it because it did this. I am fucking dying to know. Um, if we were going to remake Doom, <laughs> uh, how would we do that? Jim? I did a lot here, man. I think I have ten. Yeah, because I did like each of the Marine yeah, I unit did, guys. I have, I have 10 as well. well all right. Yeah. Who's your bottom? Uh, well, <laughs> I did it in order of like how it was in IMDb, the characters in IMDb. No, okay. So you go ahead and tell me who you have, and I'll, I'll well, just no, follow your. Well, mine's a little bit out of order, so I, I suggest we go uh, with your order. How about that? We'll oh. do the machete order. Oh, okay. Is that okay. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, the Mac character, the, okay. the Asian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have a theme, by the way. Oh, okay. I'm doing. Uh, Soon Kang, who played Han in Fast and Furious. Okay. These are all going to be Fast and Furious people. Oh, that's great. I think because you're going to win. Because The Rock was in the Fast and Furious movie, but he's not in my remake. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. I went with Henry Golding, who is uh, the lead in Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, nice. And also that uh, A Simple Favor, that movie that with Anna Kendrick and Blake oh, Lively cool. that's out now. Yeah. Hearing good things about it. Check that out. Mm-hmm. All right. So next I have Sarge, but I feel like we want to save him. No, let's go ahead and do it. You, really? Uh, because uh, I also went with uh, Fast and the Furious theme, but uh, I went with Vin Diesel. That's funny. I went with Jason Statham. Oh, you did Statham yeah, in that role. Jason Statham I is that. my Sarge. I like it. Simplify, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next I have Pinky. Pinky. The, the Pinky character. So he's the guy who's in the wheelchair mm-hmm. and who gets turned into the uh, the larva, yeah. the legless larva at the end. Yeah, which is that is that made obvious? Like it's unless only you're paying attention to like what's on the back of his, it, it's only because of the name because apparently that that creature is called Pinky, Pinky. in the game. Okay, and so they Pinky in the game, 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 and game. So game. they uh, they they named that character Pinky, kind of foreshadowing. What, what are we going to do tonight, Brian? The same thing we always do: try to eat Carl Urban, take over Mars. <laughs> Um, I went with uh, Fred Armisen because, goddamn, that motherfucker looks just he, like he does look like Fred uh, Armisen. A low rent Fred Armisen. This is where I diverted from my theme mm. for just one character. I put David Crumholtz in as Pinky because <laughs> yes. I just want to see like this this Jewish, this stereotypical <laughs> Jewish guy. I mean, it's fine. Leave me here alone with a grenade. I only have no legs, <laughs> but uh, go hunt the monsters. I'll be right here. Uh, all right, I like so it. I, like I have it. the kid. Let's do the kid. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, Ready Player One's Ty Sheridan. I love Ty Sheridan. Yeah, I do. He's I liked good. him a lot. I liked him in Ready Player One. I thought he had. He was a very sincere Strong performance. Uh, I went with Ludacris. Luda. Yeah, uh, I like it. So he'll be <laughs> shot in the throat, <laughs> and, who, and, you and you're don't to blame. Care. <laughs> That's what it is. You give the mm-hmm. a band. So Portman. Portman, Portman, the, the kind of the the, the personality, okay. yeah, the I personality. Yeah. Oh no, it's Portman. I think you're right. Uh, the personality that you dug. Yeah, uh, I went with Luke Evans on this one. He was my Portman. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, wh- all right, hold on. Because Luke Evans was a villain in one of the Fast and Furious movies, he was, he, he, and I could see him being like the the sneaky, underhanded Marine. That's, I like that. Yeah, he's I too handsome do. though. Well, dude, I mean, everybody in the Fast and Furious movies are handsome. Well, that's what I'm saying. This guy like looks. Oof, well, what the fuck, man? He's rough. Okay, then who's your recast? I went with Tim Roth. Tim Roth is a handsome man. No, he's not. No, well, he's not, he really, uh, not he's traditionally. Not really, he no. can be. He's charismatic. Dude, charismatic. Uh, <laughs> dude, Brits always age well. Almost every Brit. I mean, there's very few exceptions. But for the most part, like eh, these British actors. Take a look at uh, they, Prince Charles. He, I said British actors. <laughs> okay. They all seem he's to like. He's a politician. He's a form of actor. Well. Oh, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Uh, Duke. <laughs> 
Razak Adodi. Easy that, for you to say. Actor. Yeah. Um, and I went with another actor whose name is hard to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Christopher Hivju. Uh, who was oh, yeah. The red beard. He's the guy from Game of Thrones that was in the latest Fast and Furious movie. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I went with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, so yeah. It looks like that. New Creed trailer drops tomorrow. Yeah, you're excited about or that. Or today. Huh? Is, it called, is it called Creed 2? Creed 2. They're not calling it... Uh, Electric Boogaloo. Dr- <laughs> They're not calling it Drago. I thought they would. They work just name the movie Creed like Creed and Drago, or something. Drago the, Creed, the last Drag Creed, the last Drag Drago. Queen. <gasps> Drag Queen. Uh, I went with Scott Eastwood uh, okay. for my. Uh, oh no no no! Oh wait no! I already for talked Duke? about Duke for Goat. I, I'm skipping ahead. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, my goat is uh, Scott Eastwood. My goat is uh, Peter Stormare. Love him. Creepy looking guy. I love him. He's great. He's Russian space station. <laughs> Uh, who do you have for Destroyer? Destroyer. I went with Mackay Pfeiffer. It's no movie. It's no Mackay. <laughs> uh, Tyrese Gibson is All right. my... Uh, oh, that's a good one. Destroyer. Uh, which brings us to the Grimms. Samantha and John. Sure does. Uh, uh, I went with uh, Charlie's... Charlie? Charlie's? Charlie's, Charlie's, Theron. Charlie's Theron is my Samantha. Like and obviously that. Vin Diesel is my John Grimm. Very Of course. And directed by Justin Lin. Oh, uh, yep, of uh, Fast and Furious fame. Uh, and I, Star Trek. I went with... Uh, oh, he did do Star, Star Trek. I still Trek haven't Beyond. seen Beyond that one. Whoa. I still haven't seen that one. Damn it. It's a good one. What it, do you think about this uh, R-rated I, Quentin Tarantino Star Trek that they're it, talking about? I'll doing? believe it when I see it. Oh, yeah? Uh, I mean, it's it seems like it's happening. Yeah? Well, again, we'll After he see, gets I'll it when through with uh, filming his other film. That Burt Reynolds is supposed but, to be... Yeah, in. barring any other deaths from yeah. that. What are they going to do? Do you think they they uh, filmed enough of his scenes? Do you think it was... You know what? They'll I probably think... just throw footage of Carrie Fisher in there. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you think the filming on that movie is, is what gave him that heart attack? Probably working with Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, well, I mean... Quentin's like, here, take a bump of this. He's known, <laughs> he's known for his intense... Oh, like Burt Reynolds never did any coke. <laughs> well, I'm just day. saying now. Not like as an 84 87 year old. years old. Yeah. Well, I went with uh, Heather Graham. This is actually Jenna's pull for wow. uh, Samantha Graham. How so you don't that? want her to be a good actress? Oh, come on. <laughs> what? You don't like Heather Graham? Well, Roller I, girl? I mean, I like her just fine. Speaking I don't like Burt her Reynolds. acting. Have, really? you, have you ever seen the second Austin Powers movie? Uh, yeah. Oh, come on. Everyone's... Have you seen that movie Killing Me Softly with Joseph Fiennes? I've seen Boogie Nights. I've seen Booger Nights. Swingers. Yeah, she was great in Swingers. What else? <laughs> she she was, was great in she Swingers. Was, she was in two seconds of Swingers. But she made the most of it, Joe. She's <laughs> like, adorable in that. Drugstore Cowboy. Yeah, she was in that. Yeah. She's done some good stuff. Lost in Space. Listen to our Lost in Space <laughs> episode from a couple of months ago. Yes. All right, you may be turning me around. She's great as on, Judy Robinson. On Heather Graham. Yeah. Um, and who's your John? My John is... Uh, who is he, Reaper? Yeah. How about Josh Dumal? Speaking of Transformers... Dude, he would be good in this role, another man. Another Jenna pick, right? And that's, that, I, think that's, I think I got it wrong with Vin Diesel because I think that... I the, think he did too. The strength of John Grimm, I think, comes from not being as physically Im- imposing. Right. Uh, because then when he gets that like that shot of adrenaline or whatever, C24. Like, then it's like, ooh, this is a dramatic difference. Like It's almost like it should be Miles Teller as this character. Yeah. And then like he hulks out and turns into uh, uh, Bruce Banner. Uh, yeah, that's there right. You go. <laughs> I think that goes the other I knew way around. We were going. My director for this, how about Uwe Boll, known for doing shitty. He did House of the Dead. Film. Yeah, he did. He's he's done some video game adaptations. I I almost I almost want to say that his adaptation of House of the Dead is it's better, better than, than this Doom. adaptation. You, you of Doom. might be right. Um, you may be right. Guys, if you have any thoughts about Doom, uh, star, starring. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Uh, please let us know about it on our <laughs> Facebook page, facebook.com slash editing bay. Uh, or you can put editing bay in the search function there. Uh, look for that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's where you could talk back to us. And if you have ideas for movies that you want us to talk about in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there as well. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is not the editing bay. It's not edit bay. It's editingbay.com. Kind of a combination of the two. Please go there. You're going to find anything you ever need to know about the editing bay. Our uh, links to our social networks, the uh, aforementioned Facebook page, and also our Twitter handle, which is at the editing bay. Please follow us on Twitter. And uh, hey, if you're up for it, drop a little review. We got a review in from a, a listener in Pennsylvania. What? On Twitter. This we got week. a new review. At the M Jones twenty seven forty two, I always hey. love these handles. Awesome says always a great podcast weekly. You guys are the only podcast that says exactly what every avid movie watcher thinks during any viewing of a movie. 
Keep up the great work. Please review Cop and a Half, starring the late oh, great shit. Burt Reynolds. Well, apologies to uh, the M Jones twenty seven forty two. We uh, recorded that episode after we got your your little tweet there. But that but doesn't mean we can't put it on the list. Thank you for being a listener, and thank you for tweeting at us. So all that and more at theeditingbay.com. Please leave us a rating and a review uh, on your podcasting app. Five star rating would be fantastic. And just like at M Jones Night fifty five sixty five. There we go. Uh, <laughs> we, we appreciate that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, what are we going to do next week, man? We're going to do a film uh, that was recommended uh, by, by a listener of ours, an old, old buddy of mine. Uh, this has been on the list for a while. Uh, I have not seen this film. I've also not read the novel. Is it a novel? Is it a book? It's a series of books, actually. Uh, I know what my brother was into it, and I know they made a, a feature film in 2005 of the first uh, book in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Ooh. saga, uh, starring Martin Freeman, who's in that Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Cast of thousands, right? Yeah. And, Alan uh, Rickman. Uh, Alan Rickman. the voice of Marvin. Also, yeah, that's right. Uh, so uh, mixed reviews, I think, when it came out, and I'd be curious to see how it uh, holds up 10 years later. So yeah. how about we keep it in the 2000s, Joe? Love it. And do a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And you said that's on Netflix, It huh? is on Netflix. Cool. So listeners, if you have a Netflix account, and seriously, who in 2018 doesn't. Uh, although I say that, but I think I've given my login to like five different people. So Why when the you, fuck you, you log, well, I'm just trying to get in good with the in-laws. There you go. So I gave them my Netflix login. That's nice. They love me for it. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's on Netflix. Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, Jeff, thank you very much, sir. Ooh. Joel, always a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Guys, we'll see you next week for Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.